another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with a diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. Now, the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Welcome into the show. Happy yes, Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, it's usually hashtag Ger Monday, but today hasn't been a bad Monday. Holy. It's just been... We'll see. Things are just kind of, I don't know, starting to line out, I guess. Oh, all right. Well... Happy Dust Monday. is a settling, my boy. No more hashtag Gur Mondays. I'm sure something's going to happen today. Uh, I was going to save this until tomorrow, honestly, but I'm dealing with a pretty bad injury today. I have ripped half the toenail off my big toe, and I tried to wear socks and shoes earlier today. No bueno. I am shoeless Joe Jackson over here today. No sock. <laughs> I also, as some of our listeners have probably picked up on, I, I've got a weird thing against socks. I hate it when people can see my socks. And if they can see my socks, it has to be a black sock. Oh, so, my gosh. I've heard your statement on socks. I didn't realize you you personally just hated socks or, like, people yeah, seeing socks. No. Have you ever seen me wearing a pair of white socks? Absolutely have not because I don't own any. I don't really pay attention to the socks people wear. Because be also, I like to keep them hidden where you cannot see them. But so I wear like those complete no-show, like ballerina slipper type socks. So that's why when I wear these tall black socks, you're like, "Ooh, nice socks!" Every time. Wow. I'm trying to shame you into stop wearing them. It has not worked. <laughs> no, man. I like these socks. So these, I like tall socks. The tiny little socks that I'm wearing today are really like pulling back on that nail and driving me nuts. So I'm sockless today, which is kind of sockless. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Kind of, it feels a little bit free. A little, a little breezy. Although my piggies are getting a little cold in here now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I have never been able to just like wear flip flops or sandals. Well, I can't right now. No, this jacked up toe. Yeah, I'm like even when I, I don't know. I just I've never been able to do that. I just feel weird, and it's not like I have like this is gonna sound weird as well. It's not like I have nasty looking you have feet. Weird feet. I get it. No, I think I have nice feet, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't want anyone looking at my feet. <laughs> Eyes up here. Show a little respect. I bet you have hairy feet. I do. <laughs> that's another thing. I don't know if that's weird or not. I'm going to sneak a picture of your foot. How? I got? I always got socks or shoes on. That's what you think? Oh, man. I've got my waist. we got Peacemaker coming up this weekend. <laughs> that's <laughs> right? going to be rough. I'm honestly very nervous about it. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I hope my toes healed, but it's not going to be. I mean, not. realistically speaking, I'm missing a fourth of my toenail. What happened? I uh, was helping my parents move yesterday a mattress, and they have a large king-size mattress. It's huge. Uh -huh. And it is the like flimsiest mattress I've ever picked up in my life. <laughs> and we're moving it, trying to put it on this trailer, and trying to take it down a set of stairs. And it slipped somehow. Or uh, uh, the person that was helping carry it had kind of stopped on the steps to make sure, like, they weren't going too fast down the steps. I didn't know that, and I continued to, like, walk, and my big toe got caught 
I was wearing a pair of Nikes that are really thin. My big toe got caught on the mattress while I was trying to take a step and just peeled back on me. Oh, my God. I've had that happen with the fingernail if I let my fingernails grow too long. Yeah. And even having a nail like that bend back, it's like, ooh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that on my toe. Yikes. My big toe. <laughs> oh, dude, that's nasty. I, I just oh. had a puddle of blood in my sock yesterday. I was walking around like Kurt Schilling. <laughs> but anyway. You guys don't have any idea the sacrifice I'm putting up with right <laughs> now. Right? Playing through injury today. Uh, shoeless. Sockless. But shoeless here, mellow. Happy Monday. Um, quite a bit to get to today. A lot of trade rumors. We're about a week away, a little over a week away from the MLB trade deadline. But also this morning, uh, NBA trade starting to ramp up again. I was even kind of wondering this. Like We're almost into August. Uh, we're about a week away. Yeah, a week away now from August. And Kevin Durant is still a Brooklyn net. Uh, the NBA season starts in October. I'm not sure when they start doing their NBA like training camps and things like that. But... I kind of thought this deal would go a little bit quicker than it has. It's been almost a month. Yeah, they usually start trade. Uh, training camp, I believe, like at the beginning of September, end of August. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like right in there, and then they get into the expedition matchups of October, or like kind of a little bit before that, of course. With KD, though, like now the rumors that are circulating, it's like, oh, possibly he goes to Boston. It's like, whoa, Boston? What's going on here? Who'd they that, lose to in the playoffs? That was... Um... Oh, are you going to do this thing again? <laughs> Did they lose to the Celtics or was it the Bucks? They lost to, I believe this year it was the Celtics. Last year was the Bucks. The God damn it, Kevin. But here's the thing. The Celtics are the ones making the calls on this one, which they should. But, hey, it was the Warriors making the calls to KD last time. Draymond Green talking to him. Well, I think the that entire was a series. different. Yeah, that was... This one's the actual organization, not just like players. It's not like Jason Tatum's like, hey, bro, come here. Uh, but the offers so far that have been kind of floated around are that the Nets turned down a Jalen Brown, Derek White, um, plus a first-round draft pick offer for him. And the reason why is that um, the, the Nets want Marcus Smart in return for this trade. That They want him as a part of this package. I, I think this is a realistic spot for him, especially when you look at some of these other teams that have been floated out there of like, mm-hmm. yeah, these aren't these aren't really realistic options. Like the Lakers, cool. You want them, you can't get them. You have nothing yeah. to offer Brooklyn. They don't want Russell Westbrook. And I saw some things, I think it was late Friday maybe, I saw like a, a couple different trade ideas to where we were getting into like three to five team trade partners with mm-hmm. the Lakers, the Jazz, the Nets. Uh, maybe you throw the Celtics in there too, because you've got a lot of pieces that want moved. Even a guy like you know uh, Donovan Mitchell there with the Jazz, his name's been brought up, uh, but there's not really any good like one for one trade options. Mm-hmm. And if a couple of these guys want to end up with the Lakers, like uh, sorry, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I know I tagged you in a tweet earlier this morning uh, about Jordan and LeBron, but like let's be real, that Lakers team is absolute garbage. Oh, they've got some names, and they've got some guys that are going to go down as Hall of Famers. They're 10 years away from being good anymore, though. I mean, they just they haven't been you know, Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony. Nobody cares. Russell Westbrook, throw him into that mix now. Anthony Davis. Every single one of those guys has declined so much that they have almost no trade value. So I don't, I don't know how the Lakers are going to be involved in this at all. 
And that's the other thing too with the Lakers is you always feel like they're in it, but at the same time, it's the question of how. How are they going to do this? If they really want them, or you know what I mean, they really want Kyrie as well, they're going to figure out a way, and we're going to be like, well, we'll see if that pays off for them. Again, who knows? But at the same time, with like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving still being with the Brooklyn Nets, it is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And I I have to call attention to it because Brooks already said it in the chat, and I absolutely realized I did. I did say expedition instead of exhibition. Yeah. So uh, thanks, Brooks. <laughs> I, I was going to ignore it on the show and not bring well, it up. Well, you can't ignore it because Brooks is going to roast me in the chat. You've been doing it for a really long time. Yeah, I don't think I've ever said it correctly. <laughs> I don't think you have either. <laughs> and the worst part is I just realized it when he wrote it out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on that one for a long, <laughs> long time. And when I, say, I talk for a living. When I say long time, I mean easily two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like even back to like Madden days where it was like, hey, man, you want to play an expedition match? Exhibition. Yeah. Expedition. Yeah, I guess we'll just go look at the Pacific Ocean together. Let's, <laughs> let's just hit next. the fucking river. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going on an adventure in Madden? Oh, what are you God doing, Lewis and Clark? dang it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's one of those things, though. It's like, look at me. I don't know if that's me being the nice guy or if I should have been like, I'm going to point this out sooner. But I've been sitting on it because it's like, if nobody else notices, then I'm just going to let it slide. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do in that situation. Maybe just send me like a quick text like, hey, uh, you're saying a word wrong. Well, sometimes here's my dilemma. Sometimes you'll say something. I'm like, I just slipped up that time. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And then I'll like hear it again. And it's like, "Ah, that's probably nothing. Slipped up. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get into like three, four times. And I'm like, oh, now it's kind of of late. (laughs) uh, We were were out last week. And uh, there's a guy that I've met that we kind of hang around with that I see him all the time. And I had to be like, hey, man, I don't remember his name. But I've known him, and I've talked to him enough times now to where, like, it would be embarrassing if I had to say, like, yo, I don't remember your name. No, hey, I'm going to be honest. I know exactly who you're talking about, and I've asked four times, and I still forget. Yeah. Well, his name's Chris. Yep, so. I remember now. I was going to say, because I, I He's think, a quiet guy, too, so it's like, I don't Yeah, know. I heard someone refer to him that, like, it wasn't within our group, and I was like, that's his fucking name. And then for some reason, it just clicked. I needed somebody else that's not a part of our group to say his name. And I was like, that's Chris. Cool. So for you, it's like, oh. I've heard like four times now. Should I say anything or am I past the point of the <laughs> expedition games? I just, I love how people would meet, like, just, I shouldn't even say people, just Jake in general with these jokes that just like, it puts it in real life situations. And every single time you mention it in the chat, they're always so spot on. This one right here. When I order things, I pay for exhibition pricing or shipping. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, son but, of a gun. Uh, we'll see what happens with. Kevin Durant, see if he gets to play in any of these exhibition games. If you are, if you are the Nets, will you, you excuse me? Do you accept a trade for Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, or do you want Marcus Smart over Jalen Brown? I, I would say is and. that I think it's an and, and I okay. think that's what the thing was earlier that I read is that it's Jalen Brown, like Derek White, like thanks, but no thanks. We, we're going to need a little bit more. Uh, so Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and a draft pick. If I'm the Celtics, I'm probably doing that. Mm-hmm. That would I definitely accept the Jalen Brown, Derek White in a draft pick? Yeah, if I'm the the Celtics, yeah, take that. Yeah, 
Please, but I, I think you can probably give up Marcus Smart and be okay. Kevin Durant, obviously not going to give you that defensively, but I, he's a better player than Jalen Brown. It just it almost kind of changes the dynamic of Boston because they were so good defensively and slowing That's what teams I'm down. Too. Like, is it worth it? Though? And so it's like you get rid of Marcus Smart, you almost lose that entire mentality for the team. And you bring in Kevin Durant. If he gets injured, you're screwed. Right. And like, does Kevin Durant make you that much better? He's been great. I love Kevin Durant. Was a fan of him all the way back to Texas. But is he that much better than Jalen Brown now? To where you would want to give up Marcus Smart and a draft pick with it. I mean, if you're the Celtics, it's like, you know, we just need another dominant score and someone to handle the basketball for us. Like a Kyrie Irving. He doesn't turn the ball over as much. <laughs> yeah, but that's a piece that they need. Kyrie Irving, and he left. Oh, it was set up perfectly. They win the finals this year if he's there. I wholeheartedly believe that. Oh, they they're probably have already won at least one. Yep. And they've, they've probably made it to another one. I bet they would have <clears throat> made it to one and, like, lost. And then came back and, like, won it this year. Yeah. Because that team would be so good. Especially with and, uh, Jason Tatum developing the way he has. Like, all the players that they have, it's like, oh, well, we still have them. Yeah. You, know, you still have Marcus Smart. You could probably even still bring in Al Horford. Yep. Some of these other guys that you've drafted and developed. And you're still going to have Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum. Yep. Plus Kyrie. They would, yeah. They'd be the best team in basketball. Just a, a giant middle finger to Kyrie Irving because he did screw all of Boston. <laughs> I mean, he legitimately did. Yeah, especially with his like, yes, I'm going to be here. I want to sign mm-hmm. here. It's, I love it here. Wasn't Side it going to Brooklyn? Was it with the Nets or the Boston Celtics or maybe it was both of them? Like his opening game with the team, he dropped 50 points, and it, I think it was actually the Nets, and then he disappeared for like three months. I don't remember. I think it was his first year in Brooklyn. Yeah, probably so. I we'll see what happens with him though, and and. His trade market, how much it heats up. I mean, it really cooled off to the point to where Thursday or so, there were like no teams involved on Kevin Durant. And it was like stale. And then people were even like, oh, I don't know if Kyrie can even be traded and trying to circulate rumors for that. But there's also trade rumors in Major League Baseball um, with Juan Soto. I want to know, who do you think gets traded first, Juan Soto or Kevin Durant? I would actually love for it to be Juan Soto just for the chaos that's going to create in baseball and like kind of let them have the spotlight for a little bit. And then I just have a feeling the NBA is going to come in with Kevin Durant right afterwards, and then there's going to be news breaks at the NFL, and everyone's just going to ignore both of those trades, and we're going to be focusing on what happened in the NFL. The NFL is like, yes, make this happen, make this yep. happen. We can finally release the Deshaun Watson. Exactly going to be it. That's <laughs> exactly where I was going enough? with that. Is that a big enough cover-up that we can do this? <laughs> Wait, Juan Soto too? Let's try it. Throw it in there. Four-game suspension. World just <laughs> explodes on the internet. Yeah. And Juan Soto, the, <clears throat> the market for him is really heating up, and it looks like he might even get traded this trade deadline, which is Tuesday, next Tuesday, not tomorrow, next Tuesday. I think it's going to happen with Soto. And yeah. Even the stuff with the home run derby, I don't know if you saw it. It's like the Nationals didn't even like charter him a private plane, which is like a thing. This isn't Soto? Just like a – right. Uh, for the home run derby and all star game, I a saw lot that of for the. Do this. I saw it for the Oakland Athletics. The A's where the Astros were like, "Hey, just come join us." Exactly. Like, the A's had a relief pitcher. They didn't charter him a private plane either. And the Astros were like, "Join us. We have one," which is just 
good on the Astros. Also kind of a slap in the face to the A's, but who cares? That's uh, embarrassing for the A's. But like, the Nationals didn't do it for Soto, who was playing in the home run derby and also an all-star. And he showed up, I think I read it was like 1.30 in the morning the night before the home run derby and then went out and won it because he was on a commercial flight. It's like, come on, guys. That's that's terrible. And so that's playing into the fact, wow. too, with these negotiations. And then a lot of teams are set up to be in a pretty good place to actually try to make a run at Soto. Even, you know, some of the teams like the Yankees, the Dodgers, we've talked about a lot of them. The Padres are are starting to become more of a favorite as well. But even, you know, the Cardinals are a team that Mm -hmm. is really picking up steam lately too. They've got some good, young, solid pieces that they could trade for Juan Soto. I think they have five prospects in the top 100 prospects of baseball. I think I saw that this week. The Cardinals? Yep. But they've also got some, you know, good corner outfielders like yep. uh, Carlson, Carlson O'Neal, exactly. and some of these other guys. You could throw in a, a Gorman there if you wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. you've got young, major league ready players. I, I believe both those outfielders are have won a gold glove or are close. And, but, you know, even with the Padres, they've got some guys too. Mackenzie Gore is a young pitcher. They could throw him in there, throw CJ Abrams in there. There's a lot of teams out there that it, like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And it's not just, like I said, it's not just the Dodgers, Yankees, Padres, Mets, teams like that. I don't know if we were talking about it on radio last week or it was the podcast, but like the possibility of Juan Soto going to the St. Louis Cardinals almost makes me want to root for that. Like makes me want to root for the Cardinals. Yeah, I think we it was radio, actually. Radio. Yeah. And I don't want to just steal your take or anything, but like, man, that would be so enjoyable to watch. Like I would find ways to go to, Royal, or, uh, to Cardinals games to see that. And we were talking about it because they they would then have three of my favorite players in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. I absolutely I loved Paul Goldschmidt when he was in Arizona, and thought he was just one of the most underrated hitters in all of baseball because he was playing for a very bad Diamondbacks team. Yep, got traded to St. Louis, had some kind of down years. Now it looks like he's going to be the runaway MVP in the NL. And then Nolan Arenado was easily top five favorite player for me. Yep. When he was in Colorado playing third base, now he's in St. Louis. And now if you bring in Juan Soto to that lineup too, and I know here regionally a lot of people are thinking that the Cardinals need to go after another starting pitcher. Why? You're going to score eight runs a game. You don't need starting pitching. You've got three <laughs> of the best hitters in baseball yep. right there in your lineup. Just outscore everyone. Yeah. I mean, who cares if your pitching staff's giving up six? If you're scoring seven, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just, a W. <laughs> that's simple math, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, starting pitching. It's important. This is Juan Soto, though. This isn't like, oh, we should probably pick up another outfield bat or a left-handed bat. This is a superstar who's 23 years old. If you've got a chance for him, you go get him. Yep. Then go try to find some other veteran free agent pitcher. Try to trade for, like, Zach Grinky. Give nothing for him and yeah. get Juan Soto. You know, it's not like it's it should be one or the other for specifically for the Cardinals. Like if they don't make this trade and they're like, oh, can't do it, have to get a starting pitcher. You're dumb. <laughs> Can you imagine any other team like if the Yankees are like, oh, we've got enough bats, we just need one more solid starting pitcher? No, this it's Juan Soto. Yep. Like what starting pitcher are you going to go after? That's kind of what I was wondering too, because like if you're the Cardinals, are you going to go after like a Patrick Corbin? Um, with the Milwaukee Brewers. I don't know. Like, I don't know what other ones you're going to get. I saw uh, today in a report, is it was he, like Luis Castillo. Huh? I don't think Corbin's on the 
No, but at the same time, it's like if you can just throw something and go get him. You know, oh, what I mean? uh, maybe Corbin the, Burns is that who? You're, yes, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I got yeah. the Corbin part correct. Uh, but then there's also the rumor of like you know maybe you can get uh, Luis Castillo from the Reds. That's probably highly unlikely since you're in the same division. But at the same time, it's like if that's what you're wanting a starting pitching, and you think your other guys that you have on the team are good enough hitters, that that's where you go. Like you know, it was like hey, you know we still have these young guys. We're getting some decent at bats. We're still winning ball games. We're competing at a high level. That's cool, but your point is still so valid. Like it's freaking Juan Soto, right? And even if you were talking about getting some of these other like really good hitters that might be involved, he, Juan Soto is I think a top five player in baseball, especially if you like remove pitchers and just yeah. position players in baseball outside of Mike Trout. Let's not include Shohei Otani because he's an outlier. Mm-hmm. It might stop there. After Mike Trout, it might honestly just be Juan Soto. Aaron Judge is great, but he's 30. You know, yep. Some of these other guys are really good, but they're not 23 years old and absolutely lights out. Yep. So like, honestly, it's, you should make a trade for Juan Soto in any team. I, what, would, what would be your top five real quick of the players? So Mike Trout, you said... Just throw in and Aaron Judge just off the top of your head. I don't want to put you in a tough spot, but I that's really tough for me to just think of like the top five players. Okay, I really like Trey Turner. Mookie Betts is really good. I don't know if I would have him top five. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. He would probably be top five for me. I'm sure there's somebody very obvious that I'm leaving out. Yep, that's why I'm like I'm sorry I put you in a tough spot because like you're going to give it's it old. It's like even him, like he's not going to be up there. Would the you Astros, put like? Would you put a Paul better. Goldschmidt? Would you put a Nolan Arenado up there in the top five? I don't know if I'd put him top five, but they would probably be pretty close. Yep. But I think that even goes to show how special Juan Soto is. It's like, oh, he is clear in a way. He's young and incredibly good, so he's got to be top five. Mm-hmm. Like I for sure Trout, for sure Ronald Acuna Jr. And then after that, yeah, I think you can start to have some discussions about oh, that probably this guy. But again, baseball is weird because so many of those guys they are, like I said, they're older. Like Aaron Judge, he should be a top five, but again, he's thirty, he's not mm-hmm. twenty three. So, and you know some of these teams that are after him, I was reading a, a piece earlier and they pulled seventeen front offices. See which team they thought Soto would go to. The Padres actually got eight of those votes. Wow. Which is crazy. I mean, and I would think at some point this season, or even if it's not this season, it's going to be next, you're getting Fernando Tatis Jr. back. Yep. Who, if healthy, he's probably a top five player in baseball. Are you a believer in the Padres? I feel like the Padres have been one of those teams that we've seen like up there trying to go like buy players and talent similar to kind of like what we've seen the Dodgers and the Yankees do, and it's just not worked out for them. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're going to spend all this money, but we didn't spend it well. Exactly. Which is, again, I know a lot of people hate the fact that there's not a salary cap in baseball. This it like goes to show that it, that doesn't matter. Yeah. These teams are probably going to be pretty good every single year, but it's not going to equate to like winning a World Series. It's not guaranteed. You know what I mean? Like these guys are getting, you know, things are going to happen that are just kind of uncontrollable in terms of injuries, and that's kind of what happened with the Padres as well. Like if I'm a Royals fan though, and they're spending the money like the Padres have to go get some of these big name players, I'm loving it. 
Mm-hmm. But at a point, it's going to be like, oh, man, it would be cool if we just freaking But it's something. also, yeah, it's like the Angels. You know, they've spent a lot of money recently, and it's been really bad money. Or the Nationals, too. Like, there's so many contracts that they're trying to just unload. Yeah. And um, uh, Patrick Corbin is one of them. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of teams, I think, are a little bit hesitant to bring in Soto. Because the Nationals do want to include Patrick Corbin, who has a very bad contract and is dramatically overpaid i think he has an era of like five or six and so it's like do we really want to bring this guy in with it now some of those teams obviously can afford it but of those 17 front offices that were pulled eight of them voted and said the dodgers most likely or sorry the padres most likely to obtain soto seven of them said the dodgers so it looks like it's a gonna be a race out there in the nl west I mean, the Padres are sitting there at 54 and 43, so they're in at least a decent spot. But at the same time, 11 and a half games back in the West. Yeah. Just got to get in as a wild card team, though. And then you're all set. Yeah. And they've expanded the wild card, too. So, How about uh, this? If you are Juan Soto and you're in the mix of being traded, where do you want to go? If I were Juan Soto? Yeah. Like, take all the biasness aside of, like, It'd be hard to turn down the Padres. I've never been to San Diego, but I've heard it's beautiful. They're willing to spend money. Uh, I hate St. Louis, so that is definitely included in this bias. As an organization, it would be great to play for the Cardinals. And the fan base. But you have to also live in St. Louis for part of the season. (laughs) And that would be absolutely terrible. When was the last time you were in St. Louis? Uh, Years ago. Okay. Years ago, you're not going to change my. No, mind. I'm. I'm definitely. I'm not even going to try to. I was just wondering when was the last time you were there. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Like everybody talks about, like, oh, the crime in Chicago. It's absolutely terrible. Do something about the guns in Chicago. Uh, you better look at St. Louis. <laughs> it's like per capita the worst crime city in the world. Just don't be on the wrong side of town. <laughs> just don't be in town. You be ca- in that had, stadium. Had Outside ca- that stadium. It's incredibly dangerous to be in that city. Uh, St. Louis is the heart of just like, hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> yeah. Just keep driving. Don't it's, stop. Uh, again, keep your windows up. Maybe a little bit too regional for the podcast, but everybody is like, I love St. Louis. It's the best. Like, I was raised there, blah, blah, blah. No, you weren't. You were raised outside of St. Louis. By like 40 minutes. <laughs> like you are nowhere near St. Louis. Your like home address is in a different town. It's in a different county. Honey, you're from St. Charles, St. Peter's, like, O'Fallon. I, I get the city thing. People are like, oh, I'm from – you're from a different county. You're and across the fucking river. claiming this city. Like, no. Oh, it's man. good outside of it. It's well outside. Like you said, you're 45 minutes away from St. Louis. Yeah. And, and it's like clean. those people, they are right. That area is beautiful. It's a great yeah. place to live, raise a family, where Put to be. respect on your hometown's name, though. Yeah. Not what it is. <laughs> like, I'm from St. Charles. You're not from uh, St. Louis. And that St. is so Louis hilarious because all my friends that are from St. Louis are from that little area. That's uh, and again, there. yeah, it's not just your – it's every single person. Like, even going <laughs> – uh, to college and like meeting people or talking to anybody. I, oh, I'm from St. Louis. Okay, what part? And then they tell you, and you're like, you're an hour away. Not one of you said inner city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weird. So I would not go there <laughs> at all. Um, it, it, I think it's, for me, it would also be very hard to turn down the Yankees. Yeah. And, 
hitting in that lineup with that kind of protection of have Aaron Judge hitting in front of me, Giancarlo standing hitting behind me, and also like Matt Carpenter is going to come in and crush a million home runs with his sweet mustache. So I, I'm always going to be a little partial to even the Yankees, who got three votes out of the 17 front offices mm-hmm. pulled on that one. Um, I'll tell you one place I'm definitely going to go and I'm very excited about and that is Roper Kia. Go check out their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here on Mic'd Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer nor ride. Again, that's Roper Kia right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is that there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you visit their website, so be sure to do so at Gunspot.com. The, the Dodgers are another team that would be really hard to turn down to with Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner in that lineup, and you could get paid. Uh, the guys putting it in the chat, too. Yeah, that would be a, a really nice one. The Mets, I'm still kind of anti-Met, uh, but they are playing very well this year. The Mets are kind of like the Padres, in a sense that like I'm still kind of waiting for it to fall apart, too. Yeah, like, Even like, when things look nice, it's like Francisco Lindor is going to get hurt, and then they're going to tank yeah. and not be good at all. And it has been kind of nice to see the Mets, like this is paying off for them, and it is going well. And, again, I think that's something we kind of discussed last week. I don't remember if it was Potter Radio, but it's just it's kind of exciting to see it. Like, it's like, hey, they're having some success here. Let's go. Yeah, I, I find myself kind of rooting for it. I do really like Buck Showalter. Yep. And Francisco Lindor, another one of those great players uh, that I like. But at the same time, I'm just waiting for it to fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> Even if When's it going to happen? To the World Series. You're not gonna win. <laughs> yep. So I don't. I've, I've never really liked the Mets, but again, I grew up in the Derek Jeter. Like I Yankee like the era. Yankees. Yep. So many people don't. I do. I like the Yankees. I, I love the history of it. I, I love the fact that they can't even have facial hair. <laughs> I, I'm in on that stuff. I, like I kind of hate that. Just fucking let them do what they want. Uh huh. That's me though. It is what it is. No, I I totally get it. But at the same time. The Yankees are calling my name. I'm shaving this beard right off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Straight razor, boy. Right? Uh, a couple things in the NFL, though, going on, and I definitely wanted to get your take on this one today. Today is the first day of NFL Plus. Mm-hmm. It's a new streaming service with the NFL for $4.99 a month. You can get those live out-of-market preseason games and live local primetime regular season and postseason games, uh, or you can play a premium $9.99 a month and this is the return of all 22 I remember the stick to football days this was like a a huge thing Mm -hmm. everybody loved being able to get the all 22 yep uh, what was it called NFL game pass yeah now you can get it on NFL plus for me this this is game pass you just renamed it and offered up some like preseason streaming stuff I mean, that's exactly what it is. And the fact is that this is only available on mobile and tablets. Yep. And it's like, that. you know, that sounds cool. And it's, it sounds great for people who are on the road and, you know what I mean, usually out and about doing stuff and want to be able to watch the game on their phone. I like to sit down and watch the game. What you, I'm sure, I don't know because I don't pay for this. I'm sure you could cast it to your. And that's, 
and I thought of that as well. But at the same time, it's like I don't want to have to, you know what I mean? I don't want to have to be able to cast a game to my TV from my iPad or my phone or something. And I'm sure I, I've guess I've never really done it, so it's I feel like it's probably a bigger hassle than what it really is. But at the same time, I would almost hate that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, I have to do this every single time, and if there's something that happens in a big moment or Wi-Fi or anything like that, that would just be irritating. But the other thing with the All-22 is, even when it was like with the NFL Game Pass, is that it is shitty. Like it is hard to get signed up for that I honestly, and to get it rolling. Like the to interface and like the user uh-huh. capabilities of it is awful. I never used it. So I never. loved it. I because when I was still living in Kansas City before making the transition down here to do radio and stuff, I was watching like recaps of games every game and then would break down like the I, I shouldn't even say break down. Like I would just watch like the all twenty two of the Chiefs games and like it was cool to kind of like recap the game and see things happen that you didn't notice live. Like once you take all the emotion out of it, it's like, okay, now you're just watching the play for what it is and you see more than what you did on TV the first time before. And I absolutely loved doing that. But then it got so difficult to use and so unenjoyable that I was like, I don't even want to waste my time trying to do this. I'm going to spend three hours trying to cut these clips out and it doesn't even make any sense. Instead of them just like giving you a clip out option of this play would be so much easier. Like if they would just give you that option, It'd be fantastic. And if they did give me that option and I just didn't see it, I'm also just going to be very annoyed with myself. But it was not available on my laptop, and it was very frustrating to try and deal with. Yeah, it could have been user error. I don't know. I don't think it was user error because, like, I remember seeing, like, everyone else kind of complain about it. And the people that did do it was just like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to rewatch the game and then just, like, do my clip outs of, like, my phone recording my TV. And I'll just, like crop the film of my phone and like we'll just put it out there and it'll be fine and a lot of people still mad that you you can't get the out of market <clears throat> regular season games yes. so if you're sitting here in joplin missouri and you're a seahawks fan you can't get those games yeah the nfl sorry guys they're not stupid they know that you're going to pay for this 9.99 a month all 22 and also you're going to pay for sunday ticket it's going to roll back out, whether it's with Apple, it's with Amazon. You're going to pay for both, and it's probably going to cost you 60 bucks a month. They're not giving you this for free or for $9.99 a month mm-hmm. when they know you're going to pay a stupid amount on top of it. And even like, I bet, what does Sunday take? It's probably going to be like 60 bucks. Yeah, a month. People are going to pay it. <laughs> I'm not, but people are. Yeah. Dude, I actually loved having a Sunday ticket. Did you? Like... You're oh, one hundred in Chiefs market though. So like, yeah. So you'd put like I would put the Chiefs game. Uh, honestly, the way I would do it is I would put the Chiefs game on my TV, and then I would have Sunday. I'd log in uh, to Sunday Ticket on my laptop or my iPad, and put and like put the other four games there that I wanted to see, and then just like have all of them rolling. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. They had uh, in the chat here Reddit streams for the win. Man, I like those, but at the same time, it's like they get shut down in the middle of a game, and by the time you try to get it reloaded, it's just like, uh, holy cow, I, I missed yeah. you know a touchdown play. But it's it's also free. <laughs> Very true. That's I do that. I've got a website that I use for Royals games. That is, it's pretty good. It's not super convenient. It's not as simple as like, hey, I'm just going to turn on ESPN and watch this game. But like, I'm not paying for it, so it's fine. Yeah. I'll make do. Oh, I definitely did that in college. That Yeah, I definitely did that. It is cool, though, to be able to, like, see these great games that are on 
on like a noon kickoff and the Chiefs kick off at three or whatever. And it's like, why isn't this game on in my area? Mm-hmm. I want to watch it. And then being able to. I did accidentally pay for Sunday ticket for a year. <laughs> no, I didn't. I got it. I got it on discount. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and it was nice. It was like, okay, I, I get to hype stuff too. It's, it's a little better than the Red Zone channel. Um, but I will not be paying for Sunday ticket this yeah. year. But we'll see what happens with Sunday ticket. I haven't heard any news on it. But, again, that's not necessarily something I am, like, following or keeping up to date on. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm not going to just jump right in and be like pure excitement, take my money. I'm going to let other people kind of go through the 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 brutality of the beginning phases of it because I know it's going to be bad. There's no way you make it through week three of the season without it. No, then I, I, yeah, three weeks I think is enough because people are going to have their complaints and they'll go in and fix it and then they'll you know give the updates and it's like, all right, hey, You're is it working? You're going to see other people talking out talking about the all 22 clipping out stuff of the chiefs and then you're going to dive in my prediction why week three we'll see after like i mean after week three is that the over under week three mark yeah shit i might just come in right now (laughs) (laughs) i already signed up dog got three accounts (laughs) this morning automatically renewed Uh, other things happening in the nfl uh we had two more helmets drop hey yo do you want to share your thoughts on them first, or should I? Um, so the Cardinals off? went with the black helmet, and then the Bears went with that orange helmet. And uh, with the Cardinals, I kind of like it. I just feel like it's kind of boring. I don't know, because you just went from a white helmet to a black helmet. I would have liked – this is what you've done to me. This is the mellow effect. The addition of a stripe down the middle would have been kind of cool. Yeah, you can't just throw out – like, congratulations. You changed the color, and you just put your logo on there. That's mm-hmm. it. And that's for the Bears, too. With the Cardinals, they're all black. It's pretty cool. I, I'm not going to hate on it too much. I just they, noticed the little red sparkles I have in it, too, which is And they also neat. have the black uniforms, which I hate the Cardinals' uniforms. But the all black is going to be kind of cool. However, you got to change that chin strap. You're just going to randomly throw in a white chin strap on an all black helmet? No, sir. It's got to be black. You would go black chin strap? 100%. 100%. Like why would you keep why would you keep it white? The one thing that I don't like about this is that it's just that like we're just seeing the helmet. I need to see it in a jer- like I need to see the jersey combo with it. Uh-huh. For the Cardinals. Yes. Cuz like if you have that black helmet and you go all white like on your jerseys does it look clean? If you go all red does it look clean? Does if you go straight black how does that look? Well, I think they're only I assume they're only going to wear it with the black uniforms that they have. Because, again, they're only wearing these things like once or twice a year. Yeah. And every team is doing this, correct? Every team can do it. Okay. Not every team has to. But so far, most teams have. Again, the Cardinals dropped their all-black helmet with the white chin strap over the weekend. If they if they change the chin strap, I really like these. Now, the <laughs> Chicago Bears. That's maybe the worst helmet I've ever seen. It's It's so bad. And to pair it with an orange uniform is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, on a football field at least. I kind of like it. That's and the reason. This is the reason why I like it because everyone else is either doing a white helmet or a black helmet. Now, what also worries me about this is that the Kansas City Chiefs are like, "Cool, we're going bright ass yellow." 
and the bears are like sweet we're going bright ass orange i did and i was just like dang it Mello, you're absolutely right and the worst part about this is that you shared the tweet in our rundown of the adam schefter sharing the chicago bears uniforms if you just scroll down a little bit and see like a fan-made helmet that they redesigned it was like that was your answer that's exactly what it should have been where you put the the white one Yes, where you put the the Chicago C there and the bear head oh, in the middle of the C no. with the orange face mask. That should have been it. No, that's that's equally as bad. I think that looks sick. <laughs> the Adam Schefter tweet where if you scroll down and you see Justin Fields, that's like what it should have been. That's and I think that I, looks cool, but you also just slap that bear in the middle no. of the C. Yeah, dog. I hate that bear logo. Let that bear eat, brother. You couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> What's wrong with the bear in the C? It's... It's a dumb bear logo, for one. What? Two. <laughs> You've now combined two logos. Yeah. No, I don't like it. There's an edit that people have done on the Adam Schefter tweet, and it's Justin Fields in an all-white uniform. That's what they should have done. I don't understand why more teams aren't going with a white out. Mm-hmm. Like, there are just so many teams that are just like, oh, we can do new helmets, black, <laughs> and that's it. Like the Cardinals, you didn't change anything. Yep. The NFL said, hey, guys, go be creative. You can have another helmet. And there are like five teams that are just like, just change it black. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Let's think about this. It's, I don't know if it's a peer, peer pressure situation or what, but like a whiteout would look really cool on a lot of these NFL uniforms. And the white helmet can even be worn. Like, say you, you want to wear your, your team color home mm-hmm. jerseys. Cool. And that that can work, but like a white helmet with their they kind of unveiled this uh, unveiled the blue C logo for the mm-hmm. Bears to do that a blue face mask and then put an orange with just one solid orange stripe down the middle. Why is the NFL so anti-stripe? <laughs> we're all striped out, baby. Like we're it, gonna put it, it on our uh, we're gonna just put it, the striping on our shoulders. It, yeah, it mixes it up just a little bit and gives you just a little bit more of a pop. To do that, I, I despise these Bears uniforms or helmets and jerseys too. Honestly, the orange is just not great. I like it just in the fact that it's different than what everyone else has done. Where they're just like, you know what, we're gonna go out here, we're gonna be vibrant. Mm-hmm. Well, even like um, Tampa Bay, I, did they ever actually officially announce they're going to the creamsicle stuff? Uh, I don't know, and I'll be honest. I just I don't like the creamsicle stuff. I don't know if we've had I that think conversation it's pretty here. Overrated. I don't I don't really love it either. But at I the just, same time, at least it's something a little bit different and creative. Yeah. It's not just like the Eagles. You should be embarrassed. You don't like the Eagles, the black. They literally just like they took a really dark green and made it black. Yeah, and I, I heard some people over the weekend. And I was like, "Oh, you kind of wish they would have gone Kelly green." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, we've already seen the Kelly green though. Like this one's at least different." I wish more teams would do kind of what the Saints did, where you add in another pattern. Like you're yes. talking about a solid stripe, but like the the Saints at least did that thick stripe down the middle that's just kind of made of other little Saints like small logos. And I was like, that just kind I, of I like adds that. and pops the helmet. Like you said, uh-huh. it's more creative than just let's go black, right? Yeah, so the Saints, I, I think they did a fantastic job on theirs. Like uh, the Titans, I'm sure that they're going to unroll the the old Oilers yeah. helmet and just like that. That's, I think that's fine. Even the Giants, like theirs is still stupid. I was about to say, like, oh, I get it. I don't. <laughs> it, it's stupid. You should have mixed it up and put in a new helmet. You can still wear those throwbacks. 
But it, again, the Chiefs, I'm just waiting. I think every other team has screwed this up so much. That, well, so many teams, not every team. Uh, I do love the Saints. That was a good reference. I am waiting for the Chiefs to just roll out the exact same logo with a yellow helmet. And probably not even like gold. I, I actually yellow. <laughs> and it's going to be absolutely. Hideous. Out of all the helmets that have been released, which one's your favorite? Because for uh, me. Probably the Saints. I do like the Saints. I think the Bengals, like going white, I thought was interesting. The Cowboys, we've already seen. The Panthers, kind of just. I would prefer you maybe just keep that. Like, mm-hmm. let that just be your helmet because I do like the way that they, blue pops out. And they were out. another one of those teams where it's like, okay, you could get creative, but you did just yep. turn your helmet black. And the more that I look at the Giants, the more I like the helmet. <laughs> it's just like. This is coming from a guy who wants to put a bear on the Bears. Here's the helmets. like, like look, just looking at the Giants helmet alone, it's like I kind of like that. You just have Giants on the side, the red stripe down the middle, that dark blue. But then it's like, then you remember what jersey they paired it with, and you're like, oh, it's where you messed up. Yep. Like you had the opportunity to correct a wrong, <laughs> where your helmet and your jersey weren't the same color. Yeah. And you decided, no, nah, let's still mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> and the Bears going from like, uh, maybe this is a generational thing for me, of like a tough defensive team, hard nosed, to this like. Now we're flame borant in orange. <laughs> that doesn't work. Oh, dang it, Mello. <laughs> and it's like a neon orange, too. Yeah. It is loud. That is for it's, sure. There's so much orange. Like, it's just too much. I would like those orange jerseys with a white helmet. It almost like the more you look at it, it almost looks like the browns. Like, and I know they're different yeah. oranges, but it's just like, ugh. Maybe that's the team you got to stay away from. Yeah. So my favorite so far probably would be the Saints. I, I'm just trying to think of them off the top of my head. The Jets one would be cool. Again, remove the stupid football. Uh, the Falcons red yeah. one is all right. I got a link for you in the rundown if you want to see. I all still of them. don't like the um, the yellow stripes. Like I don't I don't get it. Why are we doing that? For who? The Falcons. Mm. They have their red helmets and they threw some yellow stripes on there. It's like, oh, that's the way that it, it used to be. Uh, okay, the the Commanders, absolutely terrible. <laughs> so I didn't realize when they initially put out their jersey designs that this was what their – I thought – I didn't realize that was like their alternate concept for this year with that. I just thought that was another one of those jerseys. And the, yeah. and and it is like, like hey, uh, what are we going to do with this? Uh, let's just go black helmet W on the front. We're set. It's a tiny little W. It's just, it looks like some toddler put a sticker on there. This is when you know you've gone too far into the search for a third-party marketing team to create your designs and logos. Like, I just wish they would listen to fans. Like, this is a fan edit. Cool. Hey, fan, we really like what you designed here. Can we pay you for it? This is what we're going to do. And that fan's going to be like, ah, oh, I don't really know what my value is. This is what I want. Boom, thank you. See you later. Check out our sick designs that everybody agrees with and likes. Yep. Instead, it's like, we're going to go through this deep dive marketing. You know, I was going to do all the research and like put all these reasonings and tie it together, you know, from our past history and our traditions to what we want to be in the future and what our city is now. We're going to incorporate that. And it's just like black helmet with the W on the front. <laughs> this sucks. Well, it is. The commanders. The 100%. 100% is the commanders. <laughs> On every level. Uh, also, in football news, the XFL announced this weekend 
the eight cities that they're going to have teams in. Uh, who's what's that other league? USFL. They just finished yeah. their season, right? Yeah. And they played like all their games in Birmingham. Yes, which I didn't realize until weird. the end of the year. Uh huh. It's because like you have different cities. Yeah. But it's like but we, we only play, play here, and I think it Birmingham. was Birmingham that actually won the whole thing. The Birmingham Stallions, I believe, is I what their name was. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Well, Joel Clatt had we, to call it on Fox, and I feel real bad for Joel. <laughs> I know we do a local radio show on Fox Sports Radio, um, and I hear some of these other Fox guys, and I'm like, I know you have to say that. <laughs> I, I know that the games are on your channel, so like you have to say that. Well, this podcast is not affiliated with Fox. I'm not watching the USFL. And it I'm fucking not sit here sucks. And talk about like, oh, I know that guy from my college days. I've seen him play before. Nobody gives a shit about Jordan Tiamu. Okay, or whoever else is playing quarterback in yep. the USFL. It's not a good product, but the XFL. We'll see what happens. It's not going to be good either. Uh, but they did announce their eight cities, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, Missouri. Good luck not getting stabbed. Um, Seattle, San Antonio, Vegas, Orlando, Houston, and Arlington. Not not bad cities. I yeah. think San Antonio is probably a pretty good choice. You don't have an NFL team there, and it's a, a large city. St. Louis, are, are they going to play in the Edwards – Jones Dome? Or I think so, because I, th- I think it was XFL where they had the St. Louis Battlehawks, and it actually was, like, it was loved. People were enjoying that product. Like, mm-hmm. St. Louis really embraced the hell Orlando, out of it. Orlando, again, another one that they don't have an NFL team, so I think that's probably a good choice. A, yep. a little bit of a bold move, I think. I guess this isn't going to be going on the same time as the NFL, but even, like, Houston and Arlington. Yep. I think Vegas is going to be interesting. I think they're going to put up, like, a good product and show. Like in terms of everything else where it's going to maybe attract people. But if you have a bad team, I think that's just going to be one of those deals in Vegas where it's like, yeah, this came here and died. I mean, most football leagues, 100%. regardless of where they are. Did you see their little showcase uh, combine deal that they had over the weekend? You know, I missed it. You know, it just, I kind of missed it too, but I saw a little clip out of The Rock talking about it. And that dude is just starting to get cheesier and cheesier to me. Mm Mm-hmm. He is wearing one of the shirts that the guys are working out in, and it is, it's a medium-sized shirt. And it's like, Rock. And he's a 2X guy. You're the commissioner of this league. You don't need to be dressed up like these guys. <laughs> like, maybe, I don't know. Like, this is the one time, I guess, I don't know. It was just like one of those deals with the Rock where it's like, bro, seriously? Like, are you going to go try out for a team? Are you going to play? Hey, where's where are your stickers at? What do you mean? I couldn't help but notice there are no stickers on your laptop today. Oh, I took the cover off when we did the guys' night out thing Thursday. Oh, I didn't want it to be a distracting or talking point, especially <laughs> with all those AMI execs there, and it was going to be our first time doing. It. I was just like, eh, let me just kind of low ride here, like or, uh, <laughs> just ride a little low because you do low you ride. Let me low ride, idiot. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Sticker on your laptop. Yeah, and they're the shoes. He's those shoes that I wear for the Under Armour Project Rock or whatever it is for like mm-hmm. my workout shoes. Yeah, it just made me think. Huh, where's where's all your support for the Rock? I'm, I'm used to seeing it. I still no, got it right I, here, Boo. I don't even hear it. I can't see it. I just thought it was cheesy, and it was just like Rock. Come on, man. Uh, I didn't see it, but again, I don't consume their content stuff. Yeah. So it was like a it's like a combine for like the players they will draft. 
Yeah, it was just like a little showcase deal for the evaluators to kind of see the when players. When do they start playing? Like next spring? I think so. Yeah. Are you already having a combine? I think it was more of a showcase is how they had it worded. Yeah, but like it was like the first official like XFL event that they put on. Mm-hmm. So if I like if you're in the USFL, are you still are you going and being like, I want to join your showcase combine tryout? I mean, I don't know though. If you think about it, like the NFL does their draft in April, you get the off season, you start getting everything ready, and then you roll in in August. Here you have your combine in July. You're probably gonna have your draft maybe next month. You're gonna roll in, you know, give it a little bit, and then you're gonna roll into your off season well, workouts through the winter, and then you're gonna start in the spring. My thing is that if you're you're trying to put a pretty good product on the field. A lot of the guys that should be at this showcase are currently trying to make an NFL team. They are reporting to training camp this week. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, who are you grabbing for this showcase? Because they're, like, every low-level player, like, no offense to guys trying to make Mm -hmm. it to the league, they're in a training camp. Like, you've got 90-man rosters. You have 1,000 players cut by the end of training camp. By the end of the preseason, you should be trying to grab every single one of them. If you're the X, if you're one of these players and you don't make a team, do you immediately go to the XFL, or do you try to make the practice squad in the NFL? Would I? Are you saying for me? Yeah. I the NFL. I don't believe in these spring leagues. I don't. They're just not going to be around for too long. I don't yeah. think. Even like you know, specifically like the quarterback position, I would rather go and be a backup practice squad quarterback in the NFL than be the MVP of the XFL. Because even if you're the MVP of the XFL, guess what you're getting? A chance to be on the practice squad of the NFL. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Like, wasn't Tyler Heineke, wasn't he like the MVP of the league? Uh, Yeah, he played, I think it was for the St. Louis Battlehawks, actually. Now he's like the third stringer for the Commanders, which I'm. it's cool that he got his opportunity. Yeah, second string, I think. I give that to Sam Howell. For the Washington, really? Yeah. Oh man, I don't think so. I think if Carson Wentz doesn't work out, they're putting Tyler or Taylor back in. It's like I, so, I'll agree with that. But I think yeah. if they had to make a decision on, hey, we can only keep one of these guys. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Sam Howell. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I would definitely go that route. I would also go the route of Club Six Hundred Nine, home Ooh. of the best happy hour in the world, with their two for one drink specials and two dollar draft pours. Something for everyone at Club Six Hundred Nine. Don't forget about the art that they have too. A lot of our local artists will go and they do what, what was it like one artist per month mm-hmm. to feature their work. Yep. A lot of cool stuff in there. Funky art uh, is what they call it. That's at Club 609. Again, great happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock every weekday. And then a special Saturday, 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. happy hour at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Be sure to visit them right here in the heart of Joplin off 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to get your oil changed or your tire service. Make sure you get that done right here in the four-state area at Downtown Lube. I was really waiting for you to say get your tires lubed. Uh, I did that last week, actually. Yeah. I, was, was that Friday I that I did it? I was about to read through the chat, and I was like, wait a second. I think he's about to mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. Congratulations. Let's get to some of our Matchmaker Mondays. I have two of them this week. The first one I saw briefly this morning, and I didn't get to read a lot into it. But there's a, a robot that plays chess, chess in Russia. And uh, this is not just like a Russian thing. A lot of people do that. 
and like try to come beat our robot. And they'll have real humans <laughs> playing against the robot. In, in Russia, they had, uh, I think it was like a seven or eight year old kid playing against the robot in chess. And the robot was making some moves, and then the child makes a move like immediately following that. Mm-hmm. The robot grabs the finger of the child and breaks it. They said that the robot became frustrated with how quickly the child was making moves and reacted out of frustration. How? How's that fucking possible? It's happening. How does a robot have feelings? How does a robot get frustrated? How do you not shoot that robot in the face immediately? How, yeah, like it's done. Your funding's pulled. You're going to have some mad scientist, though, that's like, it got frustrated? <laughs> Broke right? a kid's finger that easily? All right. And then tie in the fact that it's in Russia. Imagine the kid just being like, man, I'm playing chess, dude. I freaking know what's happening here. Boom, broken finger. F you, smart kid. Briefly read an article. I I guess this happened like last week, but it's just now kind of surfacing and making its rounds here. (laughs) Um, But that, again, the, the kid was making moves so quickly that they said the robot became frustrated with how quick the, the child was playing and, like, grabbed its finger. Now, I'm sure that there are articles out there already debunking this and being like, no, it was going for a chess piece, accidentally grabbed the finger, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What? Save it? I don't want to believe that yet. Okay? <laughs> I will look at that shit next week. For right now, I, will, I like the feeling of being a little bit scared. Getting a little nervous makes me a little bit excited. Yeah, so iRobot, right where's Will Smith? Exactly. And right now, I'm going to run with this story of there are robots in Russia breaking people's fingers. Yeah, for playing chess, they being too care. good. Child, don't care. Man, woman, don't care. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're breaking fingers. Don't give a shit what you is. Broken so finger. For right now, again, I'm sure there are already stories debunking this and saying it's like uh, just a complete fluke. Not in my brain. In yeah. my brain, the robot did become frustrated with the child. And snapped his finger nearly off. That's the story I'm running with. That's my matchmaker Monday. <laughs> Jake in the chat. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Snap. <laughs> Ser- like, seriously, how do you not just immediately, like, turn this robot off and, like, just scrap it for parts? Oh, I mean, yeah. I've just like, the robots that like even the little robot dogs that they've built now that can like run around and like can jump on things or like walk sideways now, diagonally. Now imagine your robot dog becoming frustrated. Yeah, and attacking you. Can we leave out the teeth and mouth part of the robot dogs, please? And just there's so many weird people nowadays too. Like you're gonna have a person who's like, "Oh, I'm a dog mom. I'm a dog dad." Like, "Oh, what's your dog look like?" Oh, it's you know it's. Tech 3000 sitting over there, not even breathing or moving. And it's like, come here, pup. And it's like, choo, 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 If they're not fur babies, what are they? (laughs) My CPU babies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. CPU babies. Let me add another matchmaker Monday, too. I also saw a video this weekend of it was a a bear at a circus. Oh, yes. And they were, like, trying to get it to, like, stand up on its two back feet and, like, push, like, a wheelbarrow or something. And it did. It did. It it. did. (laughs) And then it viciously attacked uh, the workers of the circus. And I will say I'm 100% for that. Um, I just – I don't understand why you'd want to work with a bear. Uh, Work with a bear? I think that's cool. The fact that you, like, abuse those animals and expect them to, like, go and do your tricks and then you're, like, surprised when they just up and turn on you. Yeah. Sorry. And, like, I didn't 
I've never been to a circus. I didn't realize how close you sat <laughs> in the middle of the circus ring. I, a lot of dumb parents there. A lot of people need to be turned in to the state. Like, could you if just you're imagine? Have toddler, there's there's a lady sitting front row with like a two or three year old, and with a live bear. 15 feet away and from And the you? guy, I think he just like put himself in the wrong position and the bear was like, ooh, there's an arm. You're pissing me off. Boom, I'm going to get it and immediately just takes him down. And it was like, holy shit. And then the other guy comes to help and just starts kicking just the bear. falls off and kicks his bear as hard as he can. Yeah. And the bear is unfazed. It's like, what Doesn't was that? even care. It's like, oh, there's two of you? Hi, welcome. What ha- I, I want to know what happened. Like, did that guy die? Did he get mauled right there in front of all these kids and families? Uh-huh. Or did they okay. just get him peeled back and it was like, eh, we're going to put you down now? Maybe that's insensitive that I say I hope so, but those animals get treated so oh. horribly. And I'm not like a PETA guy either, but at the same time, the, like I know your thing on zoos, and I've heard that too. Like even that is a little bit like, eh. but circuses, we've all got to be against the circus. Those animals are not treated well. Yeah, and again, I haven't been to one to see it, but I can tell you right now, if I was there and I just saw this bear getting whacked so it could push like a wheelbarrow. I'd be like, ooh, like that's or like a little unnecessary. Like taste, almost. They'll, they'll have like cattle prods and be like, hey, perform. Yeah. And they just keep getting shocked until they perform. So it's like, okay, this lion got pissed off and ate your hand. It's part of it, dude. Sorry. You're messing with a lion. There's three of them out here. <laughs> They're a little right. pissed. Kind yeah. of figured it out. Your uh, matchmaker Monday, though? Yes. Mine is uh, the idea and thought of the Royals. I know this is more of a regional thing. But there's been kind of rumors here in the state of Missouri about the Royals possibly getting a new downtown ballpark because of the new ownership, and they've kind of toyed around with the idea. I went to a Royals game with my buddies from college this weekend, had a great time. It was stupid freaking hot. But at the same time, it was like, you know what would be cool is if this was downtown. And like we like after the game ended, the guys were like they didn't they weren't aware that, you know, Kansas City was maybe discussing putting it like a downtown ballpark in Kansas City or like moving it from Kaufman because like as we're at the game they're like, you know, Kaufman is like a really cool ballpark. Like this is really pretty. It is nice. Or just and they said, I just kind of wish there was more around it. Because like they are from St. Louis and so they're used to having like ballpark village right there. There's are restaurants. They from St. Louis though? St. <laughs> Charles, St. Peter's. So yes. Uh-huh. St. Louis area. They're not voting for the mayor of St. Louis, I can tell you that much. They are not. That's a solid point. <laughs> that, um, sh- that is the standard right there. Do you vote for the mayor in that city? <laughs> if not, don't claim it. That's f- okay. <laughs> that is so good. That's so completely fair. And they were just like, they're like, yeah, Kaufman's cool. There's just not a lot around it. And as we kind of like drove through the city, I always like to do that when we can't say, I just like to drive through the city, kind of check it out. There was freaking construction going on everywhere because they are extending that rail car or yeah. street car. Which is neat, but like right now, it's like, God damn, trying to drive through all this freaking traffic is brutal. But they were just like, you know, Kansas City looks like it's being built for like a downtown ballpark. And I couldn't agree more because with the amount of construction and stuff they've put up in the city, they're building a new apartment complex there. They've put up multiple hotels right off the highway and interstate right there that runs through Kansas City, too. And it's like, this is definitely going to happen. So my matchmaker Monday is me just accepting the fact that the Royals are going to be building a, ball, a downtown ballpark. And then I'm actually excited for it. Yeah, and part of the like the negatives of it is the you're losing the tailgate scene, which is mm-hmm. really good in Kansas City. Obviously, it's a lot better for Chiefs games, mm-hmm. but there's 17 of those. I can tell you right now, there was nobody tailgating that game Saturday. Did you guys tailgate? 
we got there an hour early and it was just like, hey, like let's just you know grab some beers and we'll just kind of like stand out and drink them and then like head into the stadium. And we stopped out, we stepped outside and the sun just beating off that asphalt was just like, not. Nah. And we got back in the car, turned it on, and just sat in the AC and drank our beer. <laughs> like people just wow. walking by. Yeah, I know that sounds like wow, what a what a couple hardos there, you know. But it was just like, hey, we are not going to try and sweat and die any sooner than we have to. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been ridiculously hot. It was 103 honestly. degrees. That's how bad it was. I'm a big tailgate guy. I've I've been known to do that a lot in my day. I'm actually I'm kind of over it too. Yeah. It's, like for Chiefs games, it's fun. But like yeah. again, it's with us and like what we tailgate and like how we tailgate and who we do it with. To where it's like it's taking out like the personal enjoyment of you're just with your friends. Da 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 da. You're hanging out. Like almost everything is turned into these. Like oh, it's got to be a big event. Like corporate type of deal, almost. Yeah. Like I like I want to get back to the like small group of friends. Yep. We're getting fucked up over here. Mm-hmm. See you guys. And like bed. oh, are there people tailgating next to us? Cool. Let's merge our tailgates. Yeah. Don't know you, but we're both fans of the Royals. One hundred percent. Now let's talk. But yeah, that it's crazy. Like turning something that is like your hobby into your profession or even like with the tailgating turning something that you love into like a big thing it's almost like i gotta reel back on this a little bit yeah it's, it's, it it's makes everything what i loved yeah. anymore it magnifies everything about it and i think that also goes to show like some of these nfl players that get burnt out it's like yeah. man i just loved playing the game when it was simple and it wasn't all the contracts and stuff like that yep so i mean you can kind of see again this is something as small as like tailgating and even people are still like, hey, bring the tailgate tour back. Bring it to this city, that city. Like, it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad that I got to do it. But, man, at the same time, it would be nice to just have, like, a small group tailgate. Yeah. I mean, the best tailgate we ever had was, was just our group. And then it turned into what it did. But at the same time, <laughs> probably the best the tailgate. Worst one ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do still enjoy tailgate and it's great and we do yeah. a lot of tailgates with uh our sponsors here at mid-america rv who do a great job of it too but it's, it's one of those things where like at the end of the year last year i know you and matt and a couple other friends of ours even went up to like the bills game and at, by that point of the season for that epic bills game i was like no nah, i'm good yeah i, can't <laughs> I, like, I don't want to yeah. go <laughs> and that's just that's where i had gotten yep. to with tailgating but with the downtown ballpark, you would probably lose that. But at the same time, if they did like a ballpark village or a Wrigleyville, like a lot of these teams have done, I think that's cool. You're still going to spend a lot of money on beer and stuff like that. But yeah. you're spending a lot of money to tailgate and for parking and things yep. like that. And if Kansas City, like you said, maybe more of a regional thing, they aren't doing the free like trolley car or whatever they're calling it. Yep. The, so just they're going to have one that goes to the stadium. Yep. So even if you're staying in a hotel somewhere, an Airbnb, it's like just catch that to the downtown stadium. You're not paying for parking, free ride, get drinks while you're there. It could yep. be really cool. So I'm not as anti-downtown ballpark either like I used to be. Yeah. Uh, another team uh, from my last matchmaker Monday, the Boston Red Sox, they have a downtown stadium. They do. And over the weekend, they had Sydney Sweeney. So hot. The uh, Euphoria actress come out and throw the first pitch of their game and i i think it was the actual barstool account tweeted out like the red sox may never lose a game again like barstool they're boston everything's boston bias 
Then the Red Sox roll out and get their asses kicked mm-hmm. 25 to 3 <laughs> in a baseball game. Yep. Since then, they are 0 and 3. They are one in their last nine. And I tell you, I've said it a million times, I feel like. I root for curses. And if the Red Sox get cursed by Sidney Sweeney, I am absolutely here for it. <laughs> I think it is hysterical. And I'm not anti-Barstool. I'm not like, oh, I love them either. But the fact that they're like, we may never lose a game again, and then you go 0-3 in a series, <laughs> also hilarious. Their last, like, their losses right now, Yankees 14-1, to Yankees mm-hmm. 13-2, to Blue Jays 28-5, to Blue Jays 4-1, to Blue Jays 8-4. to Yeah, it's not even like, oh, we were almost there. <laughs> no. You're getting freaking annihilated it's like you've got position players pitching in like your last 10 games almost (laughs) (laughs) or at least starting in the seventh inning the stretch of three games there like you said at the yankees they lost 14 to 1 next game at the yankees you lose 13 to 2 then you go home and it's like okay it's fine let's get sydney sweeney on the mount she's hot everyone loves her lose 28 (laughs) to 5 that's got to be like the worst three game stretch in Red in that history. in that game too, the twenty eight to five, that is where there was the uh, in the park home run grand slam, and <laughs> yeah. that clip of the catcher standing there, it's even turned into a picture. I think it's just so iconic, where the catchers just or the center fielder standing there with his hands up, like I don't know where the ball is, and you see it just drop in right behind him in the frame, freaking kills me. I did kind of feel bad for the center fielder. It's like I don't know how these guys do it in the lights. Mm-hmm. all the time but he was so far off he was <laughs> just, like uh, realistically 30 feet away from where that ball went. and when he turned around he like took a step towards it and everyone's like why didn't you make an effort it's because a freaking left fielder was already there he yeah. sees the fact that the center the fielder has no idea ball. where the ball is yeah it's like he hit it to the deep part of the park <laughs> yeah. it's like i'm not running that down and then making to throw back in like that's it just—it was almost that look and feeling of like oh, I'm going back to AAA. <laughs> it's just, and I don't know who their center fielder is Should off the top of my Yankee. head, but it's just like <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it was rough, but I, I root for curses all the time. The old I, Sydney Sweeney curse. You know, there's even maybe a, a potential Chiefs curse. Pandemic 2020. Boy, no, I mean, things haven't been right since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that is true. That was tough. Gonna need our Lord and Savior. Didn't even get to celebrate the freaking Chiefs winning the Super Bowl all year. (laughs) That was tough. Because I was living up there at the time, and I was like, they just won. Let's go. I can't wait to celebrate this. I did. And it was just like two months later, boom, pandemic. Okay, cool. Guess I'm going to Joplin. (laughs) And here we You're walking to the Mexican restaurant to get pictures of margaritas. (laughs) Is that still a thing? I know that even as of like last year, we were still looking at like things that are better since the pandemic. And it's that you can get to go alcohol drinks so you could get margaritas to go is that is that still a thing uh i don't know because i did that and then like pretty much drank all of it and was just immediately regretting it oh i remember that was a bad idea (laughs) it was great but it was a bad idea also missouri has some of the loosest liquor laws yeah (laughs) in the nation i think it's like nevada and then missouri it's yes. Wild. <laughs> it's wild. We just some, don't care. Some of the things that you can do in this fantastic state of ours. Uh, that is it for us today, though. We appreciate you guys joining us, participating in our 
our little show today, getting involved with the exhibition. Exhibition, you idiot. <laughs> what was the other word you used? I can't even think of it. Exhibition and expedition. Like a Ford expedition. <laughs> We're going on an expedition. <laughs> Playing those <laughs> exhibition. <laughs> The worst part is I'm gonna now have myself like so like it's mentally like messed up, up that it's like I actually I don't know expedition nope exhibition. Mm. Uh, I can't wait <laughs> the preseason games just right around the corner. We That's all have, I'm calling them preseason games. We can have away. No expedition, expedition, no games. exhibition. <laughs> right, uh, right here on Mike Top. Definitely gonna be talking about those. We appreciate you guys joining us. For today, we'll be back at it tomorrow, same time, same channel, right here in the call-in app, uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time. We'll talk to you guys then.